0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the No Time Records podcast. Uh, we got a special guest today. It's uh, Fern.
1: Yay!
0: I... Yeah, and uh, and uh, we also got special guest uh, Tommy Smith. Yay! We're doing another solo podcast! Yay, uh, we've we're still doing it. We've been gone for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we've been gone for the last couple of weeks. We've been uh, uh, recording with Corrupt Vision, and uh, that's kind of just drained us from wanting to do some punk Well, oh, excuse me, all this punk stuff, but uh, glad we're back at it. Yeah. So. Um, We missed quite a bit. Missed quite a bit going up and uh, a lot going on. Uh, A really great and awful time uh, simultaneously for like the Crack Rock Steady genre. Um, We had, we've been blessed with a brand new Stupid Stupid Henchman album that was uh, seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, and then a brand new Evil Empire album, also seemingly out of nowhere. And actually, we're recording. This is the night of the Evil Empire release, and neither friend and I have had a, a chance to actually sit down and listen to the thing.
1: Yeah, they released it like as soon as we started recording.
0: We recorded it and then we checked, uh, we checked Facebook and like, oh fuck, it's out. Uh, but we uh, we skipped through a little bit of the Evil Empire, and uh, we we are both definitely very excited about it. Um, It sounded great. And then I absolutely love the new Henchman album. Uh, Thank you to everyone who bought a tape. I think it sold out in less than a day, which is awesome. Uh, We'll have more news with that album pretty soon. Uh, We're doing another physical release, but it's not going to be a tape. You know, wink, wink. Uh, And then trying to think what else. Uh, Yeah, but New Evil Empire. I mean, that's the first album they've released in, what, 14 years?
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: it's the fact that a, a band could be going on for that long and, and still be as heavy as they were, uh albeit with the, with their new singer. But yeah, it's it's sounding great. Really excited to actually sit down and listen to this. Uh Beat the Red Light announced a teaser. Today. Or actually yesterday, but they're in the future. So it was today. Of uh they're announcing it's a ten year anniversary of Salt the Lands is all it's saying uh i'm assuming it's gonna be a vinyl pressing but again i don't know that but they're uh, they're hyping up that you know salt the lands is 10 years old now so
1: wow is it really
0: that'll be yeah that'll be exciting yeah because it came, uh, next year because i think it came out in 2011 yep may 2011 holy wow that is an old album
1: damn i remember like finding that album and i was like dude this is this is hella sick also, under their uh, Facebook page, uh, they still have their MySpace linked. Oh, yeah, they do. That was from, they're from that era.
0: Sam with Evil Empire, I'm sure theirs is still uh, linked off, too. So, yeah, exciting stuff happening in uh, kind of Crack Study Steady Scott core. Uh especially a lot of these kind of older bands kind of still at it in some form, which is really nice to see. Um, New Henchman's great. It's very old-school sounding. It's very lo-fi chet did all the instrumentation on it uh he was i actually asked him i was like did you do um a drum machine and he said no i don't know how to play drums so what i would do is like if i liked like how a snare hit sounded i would just copy paste it (laughs) so it's real drums but it's basically a drum machine oh yeah because it's you know he's he's actually he actually hit the drum but it's you know perfect, yeah. Because <laughs> it's copy pasted. Um, he sampled it. If you if you're, yeah, essentially if you're a fan of kind of old school henchmen, it's definitely a great album. It has you know, kind of the similar things that they were going for on um, chill out die later, but it definitely with that kind of lo-fi production and it's it's a it's a great album. Um, very timely and and just overall a great listen. More laid back than. Most normal henchmen, uh, definitely not. You know the the car bombs are cool era, but it, it's definitely if you're a fan of henchman, you'll love the album. Um, already doing. I think a lot of the songs are already like past a thousand streams on Spotify, which I know is like, you know, not a big deal in the sense of like you know actual music releases, but you know for a brand new album, people are definitely hyped on it. So excited to see that that album finally out and. Definitely a good listen, but kind of the negative side of uh, Crack Rec Steady is uh, uh, Alec Bailey of Leftover Crack unfortunately passed away last week, um, which is just awful. Um, uh, they posted the GoFundMe for his funeral expenses, I think it was either today or yesterday I had saw it. Um, and in the GoFundMe, it said that it, it was uh, unexpectedly or suddenly passed away. So I don't know if there's anything, uh, if he had any health issues leading up to it. And I don't really want to get into that, but uh, a lot of people were pouring their hearts out to him. Um, obviously the, the band page is, is, was talking about how sad and they are by him. And it's, it's, it was awful kind of seeing all the people that he had actually like talked with and, and, and communicated with and just kind of, posting photos with him and especially like his past bandmates and all just the whole scene just seemed very just deflated for a while and it's uh it's just so out of nowhere and, and just depressing um i i think he was definitely he's he was like the last og member uh along with stizza you know he he had been there since literally the beginning yeah uh, and I I feel like he was such an integral part of that band that I don't know what what they'll do moving on. Um, I would assume that they would probably replace him in due time. Though everyone has plenty of time to do that since you shouldn't be touring and playing shows. But I, with everything going on with that band, I want to be surprised if it if they just call it quits at this point. Um, between all of Stiz's uh, antics. And just doing everything in his power to trash the reputation of that band and then losing losing their bass player I don't I can't imagine them potentially going on much further and and don't want to get too much into like what you know what people have told me, but yeah, I just my prediction is I don't think leftover crack will be a band much longer at least in this form
1: yeah I know I know um, i I feel that too yeah. His,
0: uh, It was, I, I had met Alec a handful of times, and he was always very nice, and he was very collected, and if you complimented his bass playing, he was very appreciative of it, and was always very, like, you know, super, super polite, super, uh, uh, modest and very just like you know didn't think of himself too highly and he was he was a damn good bass player and some of those bass lines he came up with are are really classic and and ska and punk in general um it's funny as a lot of people were sharing stuff off um oh god's no managers (laughs) as like you know i miss you alec and you know they play born to die or fucked reality and it's like He, he, he didn't play on those songs i was
1: gonna say he wasn't on that album was he
0: yeah, he's only on squatters um but i mean he you know when choking victim had come back for the last couple of years he you know had been playing with him so
1: yeah oh well i'll, I'll uh you know we'll let them have their fun well have them people mourn in different ways
0: yeah exactly um it's you know it's it's banned. you know it's it's it's, it's he, he is a member of choking victim and it's, you know, he plays those songs and probably had some, but regardless, you know, it's still awful and, and terrible to see this happening. And it's, it's so it's weird. Like uh, there was a show in Canada where Stizza and Brad could not get into the country. And the only core member of leftover crack that could get in was Alec. <laughs> and there was a show that they had, I think, uh, Joey from uh, uh pop out and a bunch of Canadian members. Well, Donnie was with them, but I think they had another Canadian guitarist just fill in. And Joey was on vocals and Alec was the only like person there that could like make that like a quote unquote official like leftover crack show. And I just find it funny that it's like fucking Alec was the one that had to like carry the band for like two shows.
1: Oh fuck, that's so funny.
0: And then it's like, I've seen, I have now seen Leftover Crack at least perform with one member, like, missing. Like, I've seen it without Brad. I've seen them without, the, the drummers have been all over. I've seen it, I've seen the the whole band play with, like, every, every position replaced. Like I've seen it without Stizza now. I've seen it without Alec. I've seen it with a different bass player, different guitar player, second guitar player. It's like, that whole band is just like a rotating cycle of musicians.
1: Yeah, at this point, leftover crack is a concept and not a real band.
0: Yeah, it's almost like uh, uh, Nine Inch Nails, but Stiz is not nearly as uh, well maintained as Trent Reznor.
1: Oh no, not at all. Or artistically good as Trent Reznor.
0: Yes, yeah, Stiz are kind of peaked in L four. Oh, definitely. It was like a lot of people would post; they were sharing like you know his like boomer antics on like Facebook, and it's like yeah, that's what happens when you you peak in two thousand four. But yeah, it's just awful and, and, and it's a horrible thing to see that uh, Alec had passed. And uh, to me, such an integral part of that band and the Crackwreck City genre as a whole that it's just like, fuck, you know, what are they going to go from here? Because he was, you know, playing bass in the two Crackwreck City bands, like V2, you know, Leftover Crack and Choking Victim. So it'll be interesting to see if Choking Victim still does a thing and it'll be interesting to see if Leftover Crack goes on when shows and whatnot can happen. But Rest in peace, Alec. I hope you're finally at uh, at peace. Um, but speaking of shows, a Global cl- Grindcore Alliance coming up on December 19th. Uh, this giant digital Grindcore festival um, happening. I don't know if it's on... I don't think it's going to be on Facebook because there's tickets. So I think it's a... I'll uh, be using one of those... Uh, streaming sites, I think called Veeps or whatever. But yeah, Grindcore Global Alliance. Or Global Grindcore Alliance. A huge... uh, Not like... Not... I I would say that these are like the like... Pretty like mid-tier grind bands. Not like... It's not like the Napalm Deaths and the the carcasses and the... But these are still like pretty up there and pretty heavy hitters. Um, They're performing two two sets they're all i think they're all pre-recorded i don't believe anyone is doing live oh yeah um which is good which means it'll you know everything will be
1: a whole lot smoother
0: sounding a lot smoother they can edit it they can redo takes they can you know make sure it's sounding great um but yeah let's see we got a anti-gamma lightworms bandit cognizant convulsions christworks Pong, Chadel, Death Trap, Discord. Oh, hey, we're on Discord right now. entrails Massacre, uh, Gendu Ikari, Little Puppy Princess or LPP, Death Leopard, uh, MXRXK, Rot, Thin, Test, Teething, and Horse Nation. Um, excited to see the Bandit set.
1: Yeah, I wonder how that's gonna turn out.
0: I'm interested to see like what what Gene does when there's no crowd. And he has a camera to ham up to
1: yeah <laughs> oh what if, I th- I think it would be cool if he's holding camera the whole yeah, time oh yeah holding the camera the entire time
0: what if he they have a second so what if they do the thing where there's like um you know they have like the multicams and they can like switch between them
1: oh that'd be What if sick. he
0: swallows what if he swallows one of the cameras
1: I will immediately turn off the stream
0: and then he vomits it up halfway through
1: uh, the stream would have ended as soon as he f- swallowed it. I would not. I would yeah, not I'm would i gone. I'm, I'm good. Deleting. I don't need to see that shit.
0: Oh, my God. That sounds like a clipping album where they record an album where they swallow all the uh, microphones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's a live album straight from the gut. Um, Antigama, I'm excited about seeing. Uh, It's not bad. I think it's like 10 bucks a day. It's 10 bucks. you get to watch 10 bands, so all the money is, uh, I don't think it's a, it's not a charity event, I think they're they're just giving all the money to all the bands. I'm assuming, you know, the, the payout is the money is going to the people organizing it in the band, so at least these bands will get a little bit of cash. Oh, to, yeah. Uh, they'll probably finish recording and whatnot. I'm surprised that, that with everything going on, that it's not actually a uh, a benefit in some sense, but Little puppy princess from uh South Korea they're fucking tight. They'll be fun to see. Um Pong. I wonder if they'll have both drummers.
1: Oh yeah, that's uh that's going to be interesting.
0: Or if they just like they just like uh patch one in. <laughs> the a dr- rest of the a band- drum machine? No, they like <laughs> they like just overdub them. Like they like three they like green screen them in.
1: Oh, yeah, I get you.
0: Yeah it's funny as um nerve Alter sponsoring this and stimulant isn't playing which is their uh that that people in that band run that label so i, I was excited when i saw that they were uh hosting it or, or sponsoring it. i was like oh does that mean stimulants playing but it, they are not Um stimulants no. yeah the two dudes the two dudes from water torture so i believe they're guitarist and drummer and it's them just kind of picking up where water torture left off, although not nearly as, like, crushing as water torture. Yeah. Um, a little bit faster, a little bit more guitar-driven, where I think water torture is a lot more bass-driven. Um, yeah, this will be a cool, cool show. Uh, on Facebook as the Global Grindcore Alliance, December 19th and 20th, um... Yeah, cool thing to check out. And honestly, this this streaming setup, this will probably be the standard for at least another half year. You know, these, these digital shows. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes.
1: Yeah. I do want to um, – I do need a new mixer either way. But I do want to try to uh, get, like, a live set done for Corrupt Vision. At least try –
0: wink wink we do Carvision is going to be performing a set for it's your suck fest yeah which York. uh we would we, we did we we did it we recorded it with uh we we're up recording our full length and uh i'm excited about it it's only one camera so when you said mixer i think definitely a multi-camera setup would be really tight yeah and uh have it kind of be a, a, a bigger thing and I mean, could probably set up a few. Like, we don't, you know, we. I know we have a couple GoPros that we have access to, but even like a well, one of our cell phones would probably be fine too if there's a way to hook it up.
1: There, there's ways. I know, I know how to do it. how to do all that. The thing is, that my laptop isn't strong enough, and whenever I do stream, I use my desktop. So, sounds like we're uh,
0: uh, uh, sounds like it, you're bringing your desktop to the lockout.
1: Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to like lug <laughs> that thing around.
0: It um, sounds like it reminds me of when like I would stay over at friends' houses when I was in like high school, and I would just bring my fucking computer everywhere. <laughs> yeah. and then oh god, I'm I'm looking at because I'm on Facebook. I'm seeing upcoming events. Uh, Agent Orange is playing Whiskey Go Go in January.
1: Ah, oh, not Agent Orange.
0: Yeah, they're fucking. They're they're. <laughs> their lungs are about to be Agent Orange with the fucking COVID.
1: It's gonna, it's gonna be like they breathed in Agent Orange.
0: It, whiskey, go go. We've been there. I don't think there's an outside area.
1: Oh no, there isn't.
0: They're just fucking. They're just double downing on a, uh, uh, the virus just being gone in a month. Oh man. It's January eighth, so that's like less than a, a a month. It's a little bit more than a month. Month and like three weeks away. There's yeah, great, good job. Uh... It's funny as it's like uh. Facebook is giving me a warning about COVID, and they could just be like, "You know what? Dismiss." Nah, I don't need to care. Tickets for the show range from uh, twenty dollars, for general admission. I don't think Agent Orange is worth that. No, not at all. Regardless, uh, the uh, the highest seat you can pay is a downstairs booth for four, for four hundred dollars.
1: Well, what? Uh, Do they just not know that? No, keep going, keep going.
0: That comes with a hundred dollar bar credit. Uh, you can get a table for two for a hundred dollars and a bar stool for two. Uh, I would assume you get two bar stools, but yeah, yeah. Do they just do they just think that like we'll be fine? oh we'll be fine. There's no virus. No, we let's have a show. Like when you realize that like you can't have any touring bands through your city because no one's touring. Hey, maybe you shouldn't have a fucking show.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, this is completely... Oh, look! The Doll Hut's having a show on December 11th! Of course they fucking are. The Doll Hut. This show looks awful. You know, is putting it on, too. Um... I don't. Oh. Fucking uh, Facebook t-shirt.
1: The production company. Who? The Bleeding Cowboy font one? Oh yeah, Twisted Souls. Oh, there we go. That's what it is. I was trying to forget.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you no, know we have a Christmas show every year. You know, what we're not doing because we're not Chuds having a Christmas show.
1: Yeah, we also have a Halloween show everywhere. But you know what we didn't have this year?
0: A fucking Halloween show.
1: Yeah, we had a Halloween live stream.
0: That was even better. Not at all, but that
1: was fun. That was fun as shit. We should do more.
0: And what? Yeah, we should. We should also like plan them like for people actually know. I think that was, like, we, we gave them a day's notice. We gave them a day's, but I don't think I pushed it to literally an hour before on you Halloween. Yeah, oh, no, you did not. That,
1: that's, 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 that's you, though. Uh, people um, on, the, on the Instagram are interested.
0: Um, now, when, when uh, quote-unquote, it's normal again, I would like to... I uh, really like having the Halloween and the Christmas shows, like, be yearly. Yeah. Um, I just think it's cool that it's like yeah no time has fuck it we're gonna do a christmas show and we're gonna do a halloween show but i've wanted to uh, i I've wanted to start uh because the other idea i had is i wanted to always have no time for fun fest in july as the label's birthday And then i always wanted to have something called the shit show in december oh. six months after
1: okay <laughs> Okay. But then when,
0: but then when Time Cube formed, I was like, I was like, fuck, I want to have like Time X Cubes, the War on Christmas as the Christmas show. Yeah. And it would be like, would just have it be a normal show, regardless of who's playing. And Then Time X Cube would close. It would be like a big deal that we were playing.
1: Kind of like the Vandals Christmas show. Oh, dude, we that sounds so fucking good. That sounds super fun.
0: Yeah, I wanna do. I wanna do Timex cubes the war on Christmas. I so would. I think it'd just be and just like it, have like a like a, a what is it? Not a not a gift exchange. What's the one where it's all bad? White elephant.
1: Yeah, the white elephant.
0: Yeah, just have people like just like bring a just a wrapped shitty gift. And if it's someone else bring anyone who who does it can participate and just have like the world's worst white elephant gift exchange. <laughs> It, like cookies and shit. Just make it a whole fucking thing.
1: Yeah, um, I really want, I really want to do a tape swap around, like, Christmas ish as well. Which would have, which yeah. you know, we can't really
0: can't do this year. But yeah,
1: can't do this year.
0: Love to uh, with no time for fun fest this year, the one that I I wanted to you know that didn't happen. Uh, I was planning on promoting the folk punk show also as because that was the free one as like, like making it a thing that i was like this is a show and a tape swap show up with shit to trade you know
1: yeah ah oh, that would have been great
0: like last year we i had we had the idea to make it a tape swap but it was like well into the show being promoted um it would be cool to have it be like yep yeah, free show plus tape swap and then i'd also like to do a, a one of the nights at no time for fun fest of a, a flea market of uh local labels
1: oh, man so many good ideas
0: dude and then it's like when you and we got a uh, your brother's donut shop that we want to do stuff with
1: yeah he said that he was totally down for that shit too oh yeah dude have fucking donuts at every show
0: There's so many ideas
1: oh speaking of donuts uh he uh he said yes to um possibly doing a corrupt vision donut
0: corrupt vision donut for the album yeah Oh my god,
1: that would be hard as fuck. The the grind the grindcore donuts people really like them.
0: So when I I had, so I had posted that posted that photo that you would taken on Instagram, it was the most like photo I'd ever posted on the No Time page.
1: Fuck yeah, it
0: was a box of grindcore donuts, and I was like, if we posted people's like albums that they've worked years on. Posted amazing live footage, and the thing that gets the traction is the box of donuts that we ate in like three
1: days. Hey, you know what? Fuck him. Those donuts were good.
0: I would say my only recommendation is if your brother, he I did the, the the actual like logo in the red, if that was like raspberry flavored.
1: Oh damn!
0: That's what I thought would have been. See, I thought they were, and then I ate it, and I was like, oh, it's just regular frosting. But if they were raspberry-flavored, those would have been delicious. They would have been, ooh. But no, they were good donuts. Yeah. It's, it's, I like that style without the hole, because then you can, you could essentially cover the whole thing and whatever you want, or you can actually, like, you can actually do a design on it. Yeah. If you have to worry about the hole, then it it, it sucks. But are those the donuts that you're also able to fill? Uh, yeah. Yeah oh man, that that donut would have been good if it had a raspberry on top and then like a raspberry center. Oh, I'm I'm
1: on the diet. I shouldn't be thinking about donuts right now. No, dude, fucking fucking, uh, you know, uh, diet doesn't count while you're uh, recording the podcast. <laughs> you know, Every right time you always
0: nights don't count. Well, is it nine o'clock? Oh, that uh, they don't count. Let's go get a munchie meal.
1: Yeah, calories don't count during the munchie meal hour. Remember that. Your 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 body just passes everything. Yeah, your body just passes it all.
0: The moment you pull up to the to the the Jack in the Box drive thru and the moment that you uh, throw away the box, calories don't count. Yeah. Um. Remember when those boxes used to have a lot like kind of fun like games and stuff printed on the inside, and now it's just like, here's your fucking
1: box. So here, here you fucking, you fatty, take it.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised that they haven't like they they still put them in boxes, and you don't just don't get a bag of food. I guess it'd be kind of <laughs> hard with the uh. Uh, the two types of fries.
1: Here we go again. This is this is a. Uh, oh God, this is we're Alex. In. Yeah, we're we're going back to our old ways. Talk about we're music talking for about a bit, then go straight back to talking about food.
0: Talking, and then uh, usually always specifically Jack in the Box. No, we had a. I think we had a good time in Oakland when we were recording.
1: Oh yeah, music. That's what yeah, we music. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. We were up in Oakland. Uh, we all got we all got uh, COVID tested before we went up. We quarantined.
1: Um. I fucking got COVID tested while I was there.
0: Yeah, you got COVID tested on the last day, um, which was just in case. Just in case, but it was uh, it was you were negative, and we were all fine. And we we got our own uh, apartment for it. We didn't see anyone, uh, and the only other person we saw was uh, Mateo, who was recording us. So it was it was like so like the it was like it felt like tour in the sense of like. And living with my band for a week, but none of the, like, fun. It was all the work parts of tour.
1: Yeah, the the playing. There was no driving, though. That was cool. Like, we all stayed in one apartment. The, yeah. We all hung out, watched was, movies. Yeah, it was. It was.
0: Ate, it was, uh, ate
1: the worst food.
0: Ate, ate the, okay, ate the best worst food.
1: I don't know. 7 Eleven pizza is pretty bad.
0: Oh, no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about I'm talking about the beginning and
1: the end of the trip, which was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so definitely. The, oh, the se-
0: yeah, we ate 7 Eleven too many times. We ate from a liquor store and a 7 Eleven way too much.
1: <laughs>
0: liquor <sighs> store that yeah. was two houses down?
1: Yeah, that's why wa- it's walking distance. Fuck it. Here we go.
0: Yeah. That was really expensive.
1: Yes. The, I'm pretty six sure because like it's like it was yeah it was in the smack dab middle of a neighborhood yeah of a neighborhood yeah, it, it, it was there was nothing else it was that and then
0: everyone else's houses well there's that taco spot that was completely boarded up which probably would have been good, I have not but, yeah I
1: don't I don't think uh, I don't think they were open at all
0: no they were they were boarded up but uh we we were in like a food desert. Like I think we had to drive like ten minutes before it was like even a fast food restaurant. Like there was like nothing. Um, you know, no grocery stores, nothing. It was very like it was just liquor stores. But uh we had uh we had cheesesteaks when we got up there because we had been both hankering for like an actual proper cheesesteak. You wanna tell 'em you wanna tell the uh your uh you got you got, got when you got a cheesecake? Cheesesteak? Um
1: we'll do that. For the exclusive. All right, that's fair. We'll do that for the exclusive. uh Basically,
0: Fern, Fern got lied to and got a ch- cheesesteak that was not real. Yeah. Uh, from a restaurant that was not real. But uh, those, those cheesesteaks were fucking bomb. And then on a whim, just out of a, uh, I need, we need somewhere to eat over in Oakland. And then it was just a, just a, just a Google search of food near me. We found that burger spot. It was the best fucking burger we ever had.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: We were all eating. And then we all like we were talking, you know, and then we would take a we all like took, you know, collective like our first couple bites. And then we just all stopped talking and then like looked at each other. I was like, this is the best burger I've ever had.
1: <laughs> that That is not a that is not a lie either. It, yeah, like, it was it, like almost almost all at once. It was it was funny as hell.
0: I was like oh yeah you know I was, you know i'm happy happy with how we're recording it up oh, this is really fucking good true burger that's what it was called right yeah true burger yeah. when we get tour again that's gonna be like the that's gotta be a go-to spot if we're in oakland yeah definitely i hope they i hope man i hope i hope they franchise it down here it seemed it seemed like on the up and up of like I think that's what they're trying to do because there was multiple locations, they had a clear like menu, had a clear brand. I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to at least franchise throughout the Bay Area. But yeah, True Burger that gets the no time uh, deal of approval.
1: Oh fucking shit, dude! That's just so good.
0: If we go back, oh, I think we're I think we're both like. You want to go get another one?
1: <laughs> oh no! Yeah, even Chloe, uh, we were driving to, uh, to so our buddy, uh, who was lives up in the Bay Area. He well, told us that we it? need to go to uh, this one burgers place, this one diner, cause the burgers were fucking amazing. And we we're like, okay, yeah, sure, we'll go. We'll, uh it's uh, it's along the way, and the entire time, we were like, um, oh, I we just want to go back to True Burger. Like, we just want to go back there. Then we pull up to the spot. They were closed.
0: The sign closed.
1: Yeah, the sign that said the word closed. And we we're like, oh, so they're closed. Then we saw some people, like, kind of shuffle around. And I pulled out. And I was driving away. And they switched the sign to open. And we we're like, oh, shit. Well, now we got to turn back around. So I did a big-ass U-turn. Pulled back in. Hold up. What was the place called? I don't remember. We got to look at the menu. That burgers. Val's yeah. So then- Burger
0: yeah it, so we well, I was like it's a fucking diner at 11 o'clock on a saturday and they're not open that they might be like closed closed and we looked at their menu so we're like all right we're gonna you know we're gonna eat here i wonder if they fixed it yeah so we, we go i was like well i guess we'll look at the look at the menu like all right fern uh you want to get a? You want to get a chili burger? That'll be eight hundred and ninety-five dollars. <laughs> God, I'm so hungry. I could go for a thirty-one hundred-dollar New York steak dinner.
1: Oh my! The Papa Burger one thousand two hundred seventy-five dollars. The Mama Burger seven
0: seventy-five. <laughs> now I could go for a chili dock. <laughs> seven hundred
1: and fifty-five dollars. It's as when we saw the prices, we were like, nah. We're good. <laughs> and we fucking immediately drove away.
0: Obviously, there's supposed to be decimals, you know, the steak dinner's only 31 bucks. The the mama I think I say that only 31 dollars.
1: Yeah, that's still very expensive.
0: State, getting steak out is like a scam. It's a fucking scam. I, steak steak is so overrated in, like, the lexicon of, like, American food. It's, like, just a big slab of meat that you have to, like... You have to get it really expensive, otherwise it's just shitty and dry. Or if you eat it shitty and dry, you have to dump so much sauce on it that it's, like, just fucking make a burger. Yeah. Um, you can put how much fat you want in it. You could put fun stuff on it. You don't have to eat it with, like, nothing. Um, Obviously, this is, I, I think, either... The person entering it didn't know what it de- like how to put the decimals in, or this is like maybe an app or something that scanned the menu and figured out like I guess I guess the menus I guess the chicken sandwich is you know nine hundred and ninety five dollars.
1: I'm not gonna argue with that. Must be a damn good damn good sandwich.
0: Hot doke and chili doke are both entered with uh Q's instead of G's. I wonder if that is like computer program fucking up or if someone's just like i or they like call it like it's what it is on the menu like it's like that's not a hot dog it's a hot doke <laughs> anyway val's burgers i'm sure you're fine um we did not want to spend uh 3100 on a hamburger so
1: yeah not instead,
0: now instead uh instead uh made everyone jealous in the car by getting a, uh, uh buns from a uh, asian market
1: yeah where do we stop Pretty i don't good. even remember like where we went
0: i remember we we're all like we were all starving you're we like i'm just gonna pull off whatever we find whatever food is we're stopping you gotta you got that bento box place and then oh we yeah a Law was burger really place. fucking good my burger was super tiny and i was like i'm still hungry <laughs> <laughs> then i got all those buns Oh, I want to yeah. go back. I want, I want to, I, I got to find a, a hot, a hot food, uh, Asian market near us. Cause I like, thought shit was so good.
1: There is,
0: um, I know there's a 99 ranch near us, but I don't think they have the hot food. This is not even, this is just the food podcast of this. Yeah. Recording was fine. We ate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, excited about the album. Um, excited to hear back the mixes for it.
1: Yeah. What are you going to eat while you listen to those mixes?
0: Uh, if i can get a pork bun <laughs> I'll probably get a pork bun uh, if not I'll, I'll try to make a cheesesteak now i'll probably uh definitely want to eat beforehand uh so if I, I don't feel like i'm uh it's like getting a it's like when you get a shot and it's not supposed to be on an empty stomach yeah yeah or you take a pill out on an empty stomach yeah i uh am excited about the album i don't want to get like too much into our plans with it but i i want want to push it like, I want it to be something.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I want to see it on vinyl, and I'm going to make sure that happens one way or another. Uh, and I want Corrupt Vision to fully take that, like, next step. Mm, five years yeah. is banned. We're, in my opinion, I think we're damn talented. And I uh, just would like to see us move move on, move that next step forward, you know? again, at Corrupt Vision, we released one, two, three, four, five, six. And with our next and final release next month we'll have seven releases this year Fuck, <laughs> which, which is gonna be funny because next year is one one big one but one it's i i the timing for next year i think is perfect it's our five year finally we can kind of like <laughs> close the uh, to me i feel like this album is going to be a good like kind of like bookend or like a closing chapter to like we got it figured out you know yeah this is what we want to sound like we have members that we are are, are, are wanting to do this and it, you know being in the band is solid and and um i'm excited to just kind of look at 2021 as like you know, five years of the project and just length you know and then hopefully touring when when that can happen safely
1: Whoa, jump cut. So we actually listened to all of the albums now, and that is what we are going to talk about. Tommy Smith, what do you think about the album Whatever Helps by the band The Stupid Stupid Henchman?
0: I thought I thought the cut in you were gonna do was gonna be like uh you you were gonna you were like painstakingly figuring out like where to cut in and then you would like match the cadence to your voice.
1: No dude, I um I just do what Dr. Ashens does and just fucking jump it, just cut it right there. But Tommy Smith, what Perfect. do you think about the album "Whatever Helps You Get Through" by the Stupid Stupid Henchmen so, from Brooklyn, New York, the legendary so crack rock that, steady uh... band from nineteen? Oh, okay, sorry, I kept. <laughs> They're not even okay. Go. But the uh, the, the legendary to, the crack rock steady. I'm ba- oh, sorry. What were you saying? <laughs>
0: I have to do the disclosure. That currently, uh... salt. Sold...
1: Okay, no, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: We have to do the disclosure that uh, we put out this album. And it would be beneficial to us that if people enjoyed this album. So I I need to, uh, I'm going to have just make full disclosure that yes, no time records put out this album. Yes. The cassette tape sold out. Yes. We're planning another physical release of it. And we would, it would do a positive (laughs) review of this album
1: would help. It's a special interest. got it. Yeah. This is incredible. This is inside
0: baseball right now. Yep. Um, but just like every album on No Time, if I don't like it, I wouldn't put it out. Um, I, I think it's safe to say that I'm a huge henchman fan. Also, the other disclosure is like this is not going in as a as like a just a ska fan. Like this is going as someone who loves everything the stupid, stupid henchman does. Chet literally took a shit as a solo project and I loved it. So uh, his his solo project Chetty, the album covers literally a pile of dog shit. And uh, it's, it's like super rough and henchman-type demos and stuff. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Whatever Helps, You Get Through uh, by the Stupid Stupid Henchman, their first album in three years uh, since uh, the, the follow-up to uh, Chill Out and Die Later. Um, a way different sounding album, uh, mainly because of the production on it. Uh, Chet, if I'm correct, played every single instrument. Sans bass, I think that was uh, TC, but Chet drummed the guitar and programmed everything um did all the vocals and, and whatnot so there's less um it's a little bit more manufactured sounding in that sense but if you've listened to henchman's previous output of like uh, charmly demonic where half of that album is literal gender scene um that shouldn't be uh deterrent for you if you enjoy that type of album uh it's a very and in that sense it's like kind of old school henchman sounding not to the degree of like them in like high school sounding like on the uh you know, the, the, no IQ presents demo and kind of the earlier car bumps are cool tracks, but it's definitely, you know, older henchman style because of the, because of the production and kind of the, 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 I don't want to say cheaper, but the more like Chet told me that when he played the drums, uh, he didn't just play the drum track. He would like hit the snare, like how it sounded. And then just copy paste that throughout, you know, when he needed a snare hit so he it 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 is real drums but it sounds like a drum machine yeah he samples. Everything's uh, very per- throughout his own self yeah um this one's a, a lot chiller album than you would think there's a lot more like kind of slower kind of ska songs um like uh most important actually no most important but in fact keepsakes to keep going has a very like kind of old school nightgown sound to it um Socio Loner is super slow. Very, very slow skank to that. Uh, whatever helps, the, the 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 title track is super slow. Um, but songs like Core Fix at the beginning of the album kick it off super fast. It's only 39 seconds long, and it just jumps straight into the album. Uh, All Good, which I think is the song that everyone is uh, kind of hyped on the most. I think that's the one that's getting the most... Uh, like, streamed on Spotify right now, and again, super slow Henchman song, which is a little little weird hearing them play, so, like, as this slow, but it's, it's, it's nice, it's a different, it's a different take on Henchman, um, overall, I, I, it's a very, uh, unique entry in their album, uh, in their entire cycle, being that Chet did, I think, everything, unique. Entry in their in their discography being that Chit did literally everything on it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any like highlights I want to I talk about. Um, there's a lot of mentions of food. <laughs> like he, there's a lot of like specific like there's a mention of a. Uh, he talks about ordering a slice of pizza, a side of garlic knots, uh, and a can of soda. He Also talks about um, drinking half a gallon of water every day. To write down all the food references but there's a few more on there that like yeah you, you he was hungry i think he was just hungry when he wrote this album um definitely if you're a Henford fan you'll like it um as for like normal ska fans this is probably their most assess- accessible album i would think um being that it's not the super there's a couple super fast screamy songs but other than that it's really more of a laid-back album uh don't forget you which is what ends the album uh is the acoustic song um kind of acoustic it's it's got a acoustic guitar but then i think there's a regular bass and then drums over it but it's a very like i wasn't a huge fan of uh their kind of previous album enders that would get acoustic but this one this one i really liked and um a lot of the lyrics are very uh the album's very timely like uh i think on uh keepsakes to keep going could be wrong but he references uh the quarantine and and, and breaking quarantine and, and stuff like that so it's it's it was written you know in part this year uh i know a few of the demos have been floating around for the last couple months but um yeah i I really enjoy this album I think Chet really brought it and uh it's not my favorite henchman album, but I still very much appreciate it. Um, but it's 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 not a bad entry by any stretch. And if you're a fan of the henchman and a fan of ska, I it really it's a good album to listen to. I is it ska album of the year? Probably because it's the only one I listen to. <laughs> uh but yeah, I guess that's my 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 uh, somewhat formulated uh review of whatever helps you get through.
1: I fucking love this henchman album. It is, it is. It is so album. much better than chill out and die later. It is so um, much better than chill out and die later, in my opinion.
0: I think it's because of Chet having a hand over everything. Uh, the...
1: it's it's a lot faster. It's a lot angrier. It's a lot punchier. Like definitely, and like you said, that this is the mo- one of the most accessible like henchman albums. I'd say the second one would be chill out and yeah. die later, but this yeah. this album just. It's everything that Charmingly Demonic is, but better.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, which again, I think, uh, goes into to the fact of, I think Charmingly Demonic and this album have the same sense of that, like lo-fi and simpler production. Whereas I think Chell and Dye Laner was their most, um, I think ambitious being that it was, uh, tracked in like proper studios and all that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: This definitely has that kind of like lo-fi henchman feel that you appreciate from their stuff. And it's, it's, it's no car bombs are cool, but it's, it's still very much great ska. Uh, I think, I think the stupid, stupid henchmen are, are one of the best bands to ever call themselves ska. So they're, they're I think they're the best band to play the genre.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah.
0: They're so unique. And Chet's his vocal styling is, is so insane and just catchy. And there's no like, if if you just want to like if you just want to listen to a Hentran song and you just want to follow like guitar, you totally can. If you just want to follow the lyrics, it's constantly interesting. You always hear different references and, and and pick up on what Chet's saying. Like his lyrics are so they're nonsensical, but with a point at the same time. And they're just it's just it's just fun music to listen to.
1: Also, I want to shout out to Cody K Orb who on the Bandcamp on the stupid stupid henchman bandcamp, uh, his profile picture is the stupid, stupid henchman logo.
0: Hell yeah. Hi right, Fern, and you know we had another great cracker steady release. How what are your thoughts on uh, Imperial Maldito from uh, Evil Empire, their first album in fourteen years?
1: Yeah um, so going into this, I was super excited um i did i do remember they released a single or like a single song like a couple years ago i think
0: yeah i think it was uh, satan's dance floor
1: yeah and i was like oh this is this is pretty fucking good and going into it i felt that evil empire was not going to be the same band As uh, does this genocide make me look sexy? Because I do know that they obviously fourteen years anything could happen to a band in fourteen years, but I do know that they changed singers, so it's not the same dude. But I went in there with like an open mind, thinking like, oh, this will still be like a pretty damn good album, because I I'm assuming a majority of the members are not majority, but like the core songwriters are still the same. Like they're still like uh, the same stylings of an evil empire as they does his genocide make me look sexy and i was not disappointed it's it's great it's not amazing like the henchmen but it's pretty damn good um a lot if not a majority of the songs are in spanish so i do feel that um it might like be lost on some people yeah. And uh they actually right in near the middle of uh the album, they have a cumbia song, which and it's just like straight heavy, heavy cumbia. Um, I'm trying to look over uh yeah, I th- I'd say seven songs out of the 12 are in Spanish. so that might like kind of like scare people off they, although because it is in a different language and uh, they won't really be getting like the full, uh, experience of the album because this album is very anti-capitalist it's very anti-america it's very like pro um, immigration there's a lot about um, uh, the struggles that uh, immigrants have to go through like Depart Me, uh, Three Ships, uh, Maldito Imperio, uh, Muy Facil uh, like those songs are they're fucking heavy hitting like they're very like direct and to the point and they do talk about like the immigrant experience like coming to america and like being in america i will say this uh the chorus for "Depart me is kind of cringe i'm tired of your money your stupid ugly money but that's all i need your fucking gringo money that's kind of cringe i'm not gonna lie but i understand like what they were going for yeah and it's it's oh god dude this album it's does not sound like, does this genocide make me look sexy? But again, 14 years does change a band a lot. Yeah. And I really do like the way Evil Empire is now. Not as much as, like, like, yeah, I, I really do like, like what they, like, led to. And I'm fucking stoked to hear what they come up with. The one complaint that I do have is that some of the mixings on the vocals are just really really quiet. And for some of the songs, not yeah. all of them, uh, the singers just saying the lyrics and like he's like singing them, but there's no melody behind it. Like he's just saying like there's so much words being said that it kind of doesn't even like work with the rest of the music. It's it's it, like if you listen to the album like you you will hear him just like da 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 da, da, da. but there's like not really like there's a rhythm but there's no melody. I kind of wish like if like that, that he sung like a little more during that part. Yeah. But like the instrumentation is so fucking good. Like sections in uh Does This uh, Genocide Make Me Look Sexy? that are like very jazzy Yeah. and very like surf rock are like amplified in the new album and it is so fucking good. And I really I really wish... I really do not want this to be on Bad Time Records. Because I I feel that if this is on Bad Time Records, like, if they will... Like, Bad Time Records, like, does not understand the message of, like, this album, like, at all. Okay, so there's a difference between, like, Grey Matter, like, singing, like, the songs... uh, Singing uh, Mas Fuerte. And then, like, Evil Empire sings, like... The whole issue is... Capitalism. The whole issue is white people and the Americans. Yeah. And I don't think that the uh those two like Great Matters are a great band. Don't great don't get me wrong. Mas fuerte is an, an amazing fucking song on that record. But Evil Empire is like it's they just take it to a whole nother level. And I don't think that people that listen to bad time record bands are ready to hear that. Like in Malito, uh imperio it's pretty much um a saying like oh they're escaping mexico for a better life but at what cost i it's not better up here because like like in mexico you'll get fucking murdered over here you'll get fucking your ass kicked and like you're you're alone like you're literally alone and that is like i it's very difficult to try to Explain to people like what immigrants have to go through, especially because you're they're leaving their country. They're fucking alone. They have no one here, and then we're like yeah. demonizing them, and that uh, that's what Evil Empire is, like showcasing, and that's what I fucking love about this album.
0: Also, with like the Bad Time Crowd, would just feel this is just like another sky album, you know. Oh, definitely. This is not just understand. another ska. This,
1: this is the kind of ska that I fucking love. Like, it's, it's music with, like, a message. And I'm not saying every uh, band or every album needs to have a message. But it's, like, if I like, I I think highly of bands that have more of a surface level understanding of what's wrong with the world.
0: Also, it's, like, the same reason why we hate most of the ska bands in Orange County. is like, it's it's just, like hot bullshit oh it's nothing yeah, the entire definitely. scene means nothing it's just an excuse to get drunk
1: definitely uh yeah long story short evil empire uh imperio maldito fucking amazing album oh another complaint uh, very minor it, it does sound like they're trying to be more of an LA type band which uh some songs have strong LA vibes and it's not like the entire album. There's a couple songs here and there. Like I fuck, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I don't know. Like I'm not like we're vocally like not super hot on the LA scene. And you know I know no, nobody in the LA scene is gonna listen to this. But they they stopped being uh, racist, which is good. They're still very transphobic and homophobic, which uh, I'm kind of amazed that nobody's called them out on it yet. And yeah, th- yeah. there are a couple people in the Facebook group. Uh, what was it, defense Scott Punk or something like that, who uh defended, yeah. I'm not going to say their name, but they released, uh, it's this band, they released a song that was extremely transphobic. And uh, a lot of people were defending it like, oh, you know, it's just a joke, it's just a joke. But like, no, it's not just a joke when you're demonizing and you're like putting light to an and actual issue that trans so people trans, go through.
0: Trans people are getting murdered yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not a joke. It's like the same thing of like, uh, uh, uh I, I'm, I, I, I don't know how I feel about like Dave Chappelle.
1: Ah, because, yeah, uh,
0: he, he, I saw some of his stand up and he, it's people like, even people on the left like will like share his shit and it's like he makes jokes at the extent to trans people. Um, and I don't, t- Dave Chappelle is like to me like the like epitome of the comedians of like, the comedian should be allowed to joke about whatever they want, not be afraid of anything. And and it's like (sighs) punching down is like, regardless of, of if you're, if you're no matter how popular you are or not like punching down is to me always looks shitty. Yeah. To me, punching down is never funny.
1: Definitely. I know what you mean.
0: It's so like, I don't It's just like, why grant and, and, I don't know. It's like even like other, you know, and I I can't speak for all trans people. I can't speak for a single trans person, but it's like, regardless of like, if you find if you're trans and find his trans trans jokes funny, that doesn't necessarily mean they're okay. It's like, I don't know. It's so, I know the biggest thing with comedy is if you don't find it funny, just don't laugh. That's the biggest, that's the biggest fuck you a comedian can ever have. Definitely.
1: Also, did I mention that the song that we're talking about was released this year? In twenty twenty. The year the year of our Lord, twenty twenty. I probably should have mentioned that.
0: Holy shit. Yeah.
1: The year of our Lord, twenty twenty. Um it
0: wasn't even like, yeah. So shitty song for a shitty year.
1: Yeah, shitty song, shitty year, shitty band, shitty scene. Um so either way, evil empire, fucking listen to it. It's not Give on Spotify. Listen. It's not on Spotify. Yeah. Um it's a great it's a it's ten a, bucks on the bank Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait till yeah. Bandcamp Friday. They'll get all the money
0: for Bandcamp Friday if this is up by then, you know. It's uh it I, I'm glad they're back. You know, these are two these are two of the bigger names in Crack Rock Steady kinda coming out with albums back to back, two of which were on uh, you know, release hiatuses, so yeah. Um one obviously bigger than the other, but yeah, it's uh glad to see if empires back. Would love to hopefully catch them if I'm ever back in Chicago.
1: I I love these two albums and I'm thankful for both of them coming out. Tommy Smith, it's earnest season. It's 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 time where we have to get together with our families. I okay. only have I only have one family and it's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the pot the podcast listeners are my family. All hold up. I actually, hold, on, hold on. Everyone Let me,
0: come over to my house.
1: Yeah, hold up. Let me get the number right. going to all 102 of you. <laughs> all 102 of you.
0: Everyone come over. We'll pack into a tiny room. I want everyone to breathe on each other. No, don't do that. Don't <laughs> do that at all. <laughs>
1: don't go outside, you fucking idiots. So Tommy, it's like I said, it's earnest season. Um most of the interactions I get is talking through a fucking microphone with my friends. But I'm glad that all of at least all of my friends and all my coworkers are they're healthy. Granted one of them did catch COVID, but they got over it
0: good their their, their
1: family their family's doing great i'm sure she doesn't listen to the podcast but her family's doing great and i'm, I'm thankful that everyone's doing okay at least in our sir on our in our like left-leaning you know friends not some people yeah
0: people actually taking it seriously yes definitely. some degree taking it seriously oh totally uh i'm thankful no one in my household of uh which grew from it grew from uh, uh, I think four to six to seven. <laughs> so there's a lot of people living in my house now. Oh, God damn. And, uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Uh, no one's brought, brought uh, anything home. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that we've all been healthy and everyone in the house has kind of been on the same page of like, Hey, you know what? Let's not be fucking dumb about this. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I'm th- I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that uh, I'm still alive. Thankful that I was able to do no time uh, throughout the year and uh, our most successful year, at least financially, which is cool. I wonder if there's a, a correlation with, uh, you know, not having to drive and set up shows.
1: <laughs> hey, we, sa- we saved a lot of gas money. We saved a lot of gas money.
0: Yeah. Well, like, what was the meme? Uh, uh, band has never seen so much money not playing shows. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, fuck I'm happy. I'm happy that Corruption, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Corrupt vision got to record.
1: Oh yeah. Fuck. Uh, I'm
0: really thankful about that. If, for people that um, don't know, we that, were
1: actually slated to record in early April when the whole pandemic started getting pretty bad. And we actually I literally
0: like April, April 1st. And it was like, I remember like the beginning of or beginning of March. Like we're going to go, we're going to do it. And then, uh, through march was like maybe maybe we just go and not see anyone and then like by the end of
1: march it's like yeah we're not fucking going yeah fuck it not even worth
0: um that that sucked and uh, but with doing so uh we added
1: two songs oh yeah that's true yeah we added a good amount of songs to it yeah also during the break i did start a record label which i it's been like three episodes i haven't even mentioned it
0: (laughs) yeah I think every episode It's been a different name
1: Yeah Oh yeah
0: Happy uh, Happy Black Friday You know The real holiday Yeah What's it about Everyone go out And buy a bunch of uh, Unnecessary bullshit That you don't need Uh, AKA uh, Spend money on the No time sale please
1: Hell yeah Um, So Stay tough Is not having a Black Friday sale Because I I just started <laughs> so
0: you don't need to clear yourselves yet.
1: No, nah, not yet. I mean, I am kind of like almost. I'm running low in stock on like a bunch of tapes, so it's been oh, going yeah. well. But uh happy Black Friday. um Stay indoors if you have to. Don't go out. Yeah, don't fuck. Just stay wait till the fucking yeah, internet. Just just wait till Cyber Sun. Uh, Cyber Monday. Also, Steam is having a bunch of sales, so just just do that.
0: Here's the thing. It's like. The fucking Black Friday doesn't even exist anymore. It's just like the whole month at this point.
1: Yeah, Target started out on fucking Monday. Like like what? The first yeah. Uh Sunday. No, sorry, Sunday. Sunday the first.
0: Oh shit. That reminds me, I gotta buy gifts for the family.
1: Oh well, Tommy's going to Black Friday.
0: Going to going to fight below.
1: <laughs> that's what's that's where I got my pillow. Or that's where he they, got me my pillow. Me.
0: <laughs> it's a gamer pillow.
1: Alright. Uh yeah, All that's right. it. We're good here.
0: Talk to you guys. Talk to you guys in a week. Uh, thanks for listening to this Frankenstein podcast. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably have to meet up tomorrow to add another addendum to it.
1: Hell yeah, we gotta talk about Outer Worlds for like 30 extra minutes.